Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Good morning. morning. So as you listen to this, it's 5.30 a.m., my favorite time of the day, <laughs> said nobody ever. And uh, this is going to be a shorter episode just because we are on a time crunch. Um, cons- everything conspired yesterday. The universe did not want us to record a podcast yesterday. No, each of us individually had very <laughs> big issues. We're like, no! So, you know, our nose joined in unison and we had to come in today early. The universe was like, here's a beautifully wrapped package. It's it's literally wrapped with gold-flecked newspaper. Mm-hmm. Why did I say newspaper? That's not something I want. <laughs> no, I would... I would if I, it was gold-flecked, though, I feel yeah. like you'd be like, I made this out of a decoupage set. <laughs> Shabby chic. Papyrus. <laughs> and then inside was a steaming pile of you fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was not... Not a good day. And if you had a good day yesterday, you are wrong. You're so wrong. Do you know, I put this meme up on the Facebook page for The Big Show, and it was walking out of work like, and it was Cher from Clueless doing that as if. And that got so much reaction. It was just a day. Yay, everyone had their day. Oh, it okay, was just so a when day. you had your day, we had the same day. We understand. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be shorter today because uh, we have to do The Big Show. <laughs> What's so that? Why we're here? Yeah, um, but I wanted to talk about uh, love languages. <laughs> so we're gonna keep it light. This is it- this is hilarious. Bethany sent us a link to a book <laughs> called "The Five Love Languages." Yes, where the heck did you even find this book? Okay, so um, I actually found this book. Uh, my last relationship, my last long relationship. He oh su- yeah, he suggested we both read this book, and it worked for like a week, and then he forgot about it, and then we broke up. Wait a minute, did he suggest, air quotes, we read this book, or he's like, <laughs> I think we should read this, and hands you the one no, copy he bought? He actually read it, and, okay. and, um, and it worked. Like, it worked. But then, you know, as things happen, you just... You get lazy and whatever, and yeah. so the relationship ended. I can genuinely see how this would work. <laughs> yeah. It's super helpful. It's interesting. Yeah, it's really good. But it's just a sort of, even if you're not in a relationship, it's a really good book to read because it helps you learn how you operate. This book totally gave me a, a view of myself that I had never understood, yes. but it, then everything made sense. But proceed with caution, and yeah. we'll get to that and, later. And it can apply to any type of relationship, like friendships or relationships with a child or with a parent. Or with tacos. Absolutely. <laughs> so basically, and it's been a minute since I've read this book, but basically what it says is that we there are five different ways that we can connect to others and that we respond the best to that that that's how we show our love, or that's how we feel loved yeah. when these actions are taken towards us. So um, the author is uh, a dude, and <laughs> he has a name, and his name I believe is Gary Chapman. It is, and um, <laughs> so Gary Chapman says there are five love languages. So the first one is words of affirmation, Bing. right? Mm-hmm. The second one is uh, acts of service. Mm-hmm. So like you show your love by 
help it, like fixing your girlfriend's tire on her car, or you feel loved when someone does things yes. for you. Acts of service is not a sexual thing, unlike no. what I thought it was when I first read the title. <laughs> no, it's like helping someone do something, or when someone helps you do something, you feel loved. Yes. yes. Uh, receiving gifts. You feel loved when you receive a gift. Or I have a friend who um, she showed her love by pouring gifts on people. And right. it was really uncomfortable. It got to a point where it was uncomfortable. But I had to remind myself, this is how she shows her love. Right. It's by giving stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, quality time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is, a, is a love language and physical touch is a love language mm-hmm. right. so you show your love by touching others you feel loved when you are touched right right mm-hmm. so I wanted you guys to identify your top two love languages and then I and then and then we'll proceed from there so Sam there's actually a quiz so when I did not take the quiz but it's because about <laughs> then how will you ever know because you about ever know. six years ago there was a member of my family was going through some serious relationship turmoil and obviously as a 20 year old I felt qualified to help. Oh, yeah. Um, so I found this then, and I did all of my research, and I came in like a mini doctor, I don't know what I'm talking about, and broke it down. So I'm like, I as soon as I read that, I was taken right back. You're like, Bethany, five love languages. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> the service. All right, fine. So... I know my number one, and they say usually there's a you have a big gold star next to one, and then a small mini star next to another. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure my biggest one is quality time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my uh, one right under that is physical touch. Mm. So what's interesting is when I first read this, and this is why I said proceed with caution earlier. I was first getting into a long term relationship, and I. Re- read into these and ended up just speaking that person's language in efforts to always make them feel loved and Ooh. and appreciated but we didn't speak the same love language uh-huh. can so I ask it, something personal sure you may what was their language their language was, was mostly gifts and the what's it how did they say it words acts of service no the or words compl- oh compliments Com- compliments Hang on, I'm pulling up my quiz. Words of affirmation. Words yes. of affirmation. So I had no problem giving gifts. In fact, I love it. I think it might be one of my many ways I talk to other people. Yeah. But it wasn't, it's not my two, it wasn't even, neither of them are my top two. Yeah. So it was a very empty receiving feeling relationship. So, the other person so, has to also learn yours. Yeah. I used it as a weapon yeah. against myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I am fascinated by this. It's really interesting. And I don't know if either of you guys saw once uh, when we were away in Mexico last week, but Williams, my boyfriend's number one is touch mm-hmm. to the point where I have to be like, stop. <laughs> we are out. Like you can't just try and breathe on my neck right now because you feel like it because we're surrounded by other people. This is not okay for me. So like, you know, it's it's a fun little give and take. Yeah. Make yeah, sure yeah. it's 50-50. Yeah, the other person also has to be in on it. Otherwise, you're just speaking theirs and they're like, this feels great. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you crying? You know, when you give a speech in front of a big group of people and you imagine them naked, yeah. I am now going to imagine everybody that I pass in the street and in the hallway what their love language is. Oh, yeah, and they have love like that. they have like colors because he color codes them, which is terribly helpful. Love that. Um, okay, Kathleen, what are your love languages? Um, I'm wait, actually... wait, wait, can we guess? Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay. Do you want to guess? I think Kathleen's love language is either 
quality time or words of affirmation? I think it's acts of service. Oh. Uh, what? Okay, well, there's five. We didn't. We we guessed three. And um, we're wrong? No. Okay, so Sam is right. Acts of service oh, is really? my number one. Really, and that makes a lot of sense for me because when I want to show love to somebody, this is what I say to them: Hey, what can I do to make your life easier? Oh, that's so sweet. Or like yesterday, my husband was packing to go to San Francisco for work and I said, hey, what can I do to help you pack right now? Like, so actually doing something that alleviates stress from somebody's life, that's how I show acts of service. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. It often backfires because then I put too much on my plate. Because then you're like, can you show me acts of service and time for yourself, please? Um, I'm sorry, I'm choking right now. Choking with um, love. You're choking, <laughs> choking with love. You're choking on truth bombs. Which language is choking you right now? Um, the truth is very drying. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so and then sometimes my act of service is like I have too much on my plate don't give me any more like yeah. you show me an act of service <laughs> and my second which surprised me was physical touch really that surprised you yeah you and, always slap my hand away oh, it surprises me too I imagine that if I weren't married to my husband I might be like an asexual amoeba <laughs> oh gosh so <laughs> um, taking this quiz um, surprised me that physical touch was something for me but I do love holding hands that counts like, yeah, yeah it's not linking a sexual arms. thing all yeah. the time so yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah like if you love That's to give cute. hugs or if you love to yeah. receive hugs or yeah. like you know yeah. exactly and the one that was least on my list was receiving gifts and that's not a surprise for me at all really because gift giving isn't something that comes naturally to me. Okay, cool. That it does sense. for some people. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some people. My that one friend, man. Every like we were originally like we had just become friends, and she went away on a vacation and came back with gifts, and not just a oh gift, gosh. but like so many gifts. And it, she was probably lit up to uh-huh. give them to you. And I was like, I don't, I don't have anything to give you in return. I love yeah. these socks. Like I think she gave me a gift for the Super Bowl. Oh my it God. was like, ex- like so. Clearly, she knew you very well. Yeah, right. Immediately, she I, gave me like a fifty dollars Visa gift card for the Super Bowl. Like, right. hey, it's a Super Bowl. We all need to calm down. It's yeah. Happy Arbor Day. I, I wish I could understand people who give gifts like that. Like, yeah. I just don't understand. It was crazy. It, oh. Yeah, it was excessive. Okay, but. so since we know Bethany's number one is random gifts, what <laughs> no, is your number not. two and three? It's really not. <laughs> um, my number one is physical touch. Okay, okay. I need to be touched. This yes. makes sense, um, especially by the person that I'm with. Yeah, and it's funny because. Because uh, I think to a person, I've never dated someone who likes to be touched. So it's that's been a big reason why <sighs> the majority of my relationships have failed is because they're they're like I don't want to be touched, and I'm like I need to be touched. <laughs> yeah, and you're holding someone's face right now yeah. as you say that. Yeah, <laughs> I used to hold an ex's hand, and he would sigh. He'd be like, oh. No, <laughs> not okay. Not that's okay. Awful. I know. So that's why, like, so so that's my big one. And I think to a fever pitch, ver- like versus what it would normally be. Jesus. And then my uh, my second time, to- uh, my second one, I think is uh, quality time. I think okay. like we need to, yeah, we need to hang. Yeah, I need to know you're around. Alone yes. time. Yeah, quality. Yes, and that's part of it is quality time with myself as well as quality time with. The person, yes. which, which I think bleeds into acts of service because mm-hmm. that person is servicing you by saying you're the most important person in my life. Yeah. yeah. 
And then it's nice getting to miss someone because when you're not always with each other, sometimes it brings up that verbal communication even better because yeah. you are not right next to them. Yeah. So you have time to think and like do things and life is better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've been living under a rock because I just, I never knew that these things existed. Yeah. I never knew about the love, love language. Languages. You got to read this book. Which is incredible to me because I read a lot of self-help articles <laughs> and listen to self-help radio. And it's really, it's actually fascinating. <laughs> Cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> sit in the shower and weep silently. Um, uh, it's interesting because now you'll start to look at other people in your life and be mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah. Like my mother's love language, one of them is definitely acts of service slash giving gifts. And a lot of that is food. Like mm-hmm. she'll cook for you mm-hmm. and she'll give you gifts of food because cooking for you and doing that is is like it warms her heart. It warms your heart. Everyone's happy. Food's involved. Everyone's happy. Sam, yeah. what is your mom's uh, number one language of love? I'm pretty sure my mom's number one language of love is acts of um, service. Yeah. Um, and what's really funny, and you know, every relationship goes through ebbs and flows. I'm pretty sure my dad's is gift giving. Mm. Oh my, that's my parents too. Is that really your parents? Absolutely. It was so much fun watching them growing up and then reading this and then sitting on like the sidelines, like seeing someone do something and it was not received as it was intended for the other person. It was like watching tennis every once in a while. And I felt so educated. I'm like, I'm your younger daughter who knew so much more than the two of you. Because I just, I read an article. Well, we should just open up a therapy office, the three of us. We're qualified. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, Oh, yes, more than. Yes. More than qualified. So, um, part two of this assignment that I texted you guys from the gym last night. uh, What's your other active or what's your other uh love language that is not included in this list tacos is yours tacos I, that's not even a joke that's not even just stop laughing at me because once i text i was having like a day and it was it was an awesome day i was having a day and i said to william the only thing that'll make it better is tacos and then 45 minutes later seamless showed up to my door with tacos and i started Balling. Wait, he wasn't at your apartment. No, he was where he was, and he ordered seamless tacos to my apartment. No, he didn't. I have oh. the receipt. It's framed. <laughs> so sweet. I started crying. I'm like, you gave me tacos. I'm crying just thinking about that. That's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. I didn't even stop. I was eating tacos whilst crying. Like oh. I didn't stop to cry, but I also didn't wait to stop crying to eat the taco. It was very. That sounds like a scene from a Drew Barrymore movie. <laughs> sobbing and eating tacos. I was, wait, a degree of separation. I've from seen this one, and Jimmy Fallon was in it, and there was a baseball team, and it was in Boston. Fever pitch. That exactly. That's it. If you don't say, "Hey, let's go out for dinner," but you look at me and say, "Let's go out for tacos," or "Let's go out for sushi," or you name my perfect place, that's a whole other level of like you know act yeah. of devotion or service or whatever you want to call it. Bethany, if somebody delivered something to your door and it was an, it was a love language, what would it be? Iced coffee. Aww. It would be iced coffee and like a fabulous like mug too. It, no, I would want clear plastic want clear container plastic? iced coffee, like from the coffee cart on the corner. Okay, you're supporting the coffee cart because it's the best yeah. iced coffee. I love Starbucks, but their iced coffee is undrinkable. Yeah, undrinkable swill. Okay, um, <laughs> I say that with love. Listen, I tried their most recent thing, so I don't feel badly for you saying that. No, listen, I mean. I love their coffee. I love their sugary stuff. I love I love everything. Like their espresso drinks are fabulous. Yeah. But I'm speaking with radical candor, Starbucks. Your iced black iced coffee is undrinkable swill. 
But coffee carts. But coffee cart coffee. Yeah. The iced coffee is really, really, really good. Black Kathleen, iced coffee. What do you need delivered? Uh, a cleaning service. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and and because acts of service. Acts of is cleaning my number service. one. I need a cleaning service delivered to my house. But I have I have another love language that's sort of a physical act and not so much a language. But I'm going to throw this in here. Uh, I have this move. It's like a fancy hug that I do when I really, really love someone. I call it the Kathleen special. I'm sorry. And then after I do it, I whisper in the ear, you just got the Kathleen special. What's what the, the hell is special? this? So you hug someone and then you take one of your legs and you wrap it around the ba- their back, like the back of their butt, and you squeeze them extra hard like a boa constrictor. I am so offended I've never gotten the Kathleen special. I know I've also never received it, but I'm going to say that it's usually because you're wearing demure skirts when you're around us. Like I'll, right give you now. Bo- I'll give you both the Kathleen special later is today. It, it, wait a minute, wait a minute. She's wearing a skirt today. So if we get it, does that make it a Kathleen extra special? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, it does. Okay. I sometimes will get really nervous and give the Kathleen special to strangers. <laughs> and then wait. they're like, oh my God, who is this girl? And why is she squeezing the life out of me like a reptile? Why is her leg wrapped around me? All I did was show up to clean her apartment. I don't we get have, it. There's a woman who works here. Her name is Carolyn. And uh, one thing she does is when she rides in an Uber or a Lyft, as soon as she gets out of the car, she says, thank you. I love you. <laughs> and then leaves. Just a very high rating. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, we have a friend, Spencer, uh, who's good friends with all of us. And she has a perfect Uber score. Yeah, what the yeah. hell is that? She's like right under a unicorn. She says that she has she has perfected the art of of um, being kind, but not over-talking. That, yeah. I can see that about Spencer. She's hilarious and mm. very smart when it comes to human communication. Yeah, she's, she's fabulous. She's got that X factor where yeah. you spend five minutes with your, her and you're like, I like you. Yeah. Did I just... Did I just fall in love with you? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes, yes, I, I did. did. Oh, I'm going to give you the Kathleen special. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, Kathleen, so is that your X Factor love language? Yeah, the Kathleen. Yeah, is, the special is, hug, the bow constrictor yeah, hug. Is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think aside from like iced coffee, my other love language is um of not seeing anyone. Yes. Under people understanding. Yeah. Not seeing. Yeah. Like if I'm, I'll I, like. Like, do you want to go out? Like, I have a, I have someone living with me right now. Um, and she, what? yeah, she, so she's an actress and she lives in Milwaukee, but she tours around Asia okay. sometimes on a tour. And so she, her rehearsals are in New York. And so when she has rehearsals for like the two weeks, she like dots around and stays with different friends in New York. Okay. So she's staying with me for a few days and it's fabulous because yeah. it's a Disney show that she's in. And so Aww. she sings. Disney princess songs as rehearsal while I fall asleep. It's uh, magical. Does she ever have to pass through Jersey City? Or Hoboken? It's magical. I can I can see if she wants to. It's freaking amazing. Oh my god. But she came home last night. She was like, So do you want to hang out tonight? And I'm like, Nope. Nope. <laughs> but tomorrow night I'll be open to it. But but and she got it. So her love language is also uh, letting me not hang out. She gets it. Yeah. Which is important. And then she sings she sings, you guys. I want it's amazing. This. I want this. Um okay, so the big show starts in ten minutes. <laughs> um Let's go around the room, though, and say what we all learned this week on a Tuesday. It's Wednesday. All right. We're all busting at the seams. So I learned something yesterday, but I have to be very careful about how I say it because I don't want to sound like I'm making fun of the wrong part of this. Okay. So I was just, you know, doing work. And when I do that, I like TV as background noise. Mm -hmm. So I saw this show on Netflix and it's called... It's, it's 
something about all the ways to die. And it's a biography. It's a biography pick where they reenact situations that have happened. All these wild ways people have died. Yeah. But they try and fit it into each episode into a certain length. And there's just only so many ways you can use words to describe a situation. (laughs) So I'm watching this horrible, horrible thing about a man who took a nap in sand while he was fishing, like just to take a break. And the tide mixed with the fact that he was resting under his car. I know this is wild and horrible. Turned it into quicksand. And when he woke up, he was half submerged. He couldn't get out. He ended up drowning, which is so don't ever take a nap on the beach under your car. Under your car. Yeah, because it was like safe from the the less bugs, whatever. He was just taking a quick nap and he woke up in high tide and it was quicksand. Like, yes. So it's horrible. But they had too many minutes left on the episode (laughs) to just say, and the tide came up and unfortunately he drowned. So the guy with dramatic pauses in between is saying, (laughs) he tried to hold his breath, but due to the way our systems work, he eventually had to breathe, (laughs) thus causing him to breathe in water once it rose above his mouth and nose, causing him... (laughs) To pass away (laughs) by drowning. In the sand. In the sand. (laughs) Under the earth. I'm sitting there like, see, now you ruined it. Because now uh, you had 90 seconds left and you really had to stretch this to the credits, didn't you? Yes, but now you know. Yes. Naps in sand. Now I know know that about quicksand. Not good. Exactly. Not good. (laughs) Yeah. So I realized there's just some horrible ways to describe horrible situations out there, isn't there? And also don't sleep under your car. Also don't sleep under your car. Kathleen, what did you learn this week? I learned that I literally need nothing to exist because we went to Mexico (laughs) and I packed the least amount that I've ever packed to go on any trip. And I didn't even use everything that I brought. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, really, guys, if we had like a pair of jeans, a t-shirt and like maybe a versatile jersey dress, uh, we could live forever. Um, (laughs) I I think that, Kathleen, I think you need to do, maybe we need to do like a uh, mini-sode on um, how to pack I yes. feel like you need to teach us how to pack. No, you're a good packer, too. I don't know, man. I've seen you. Are I've, you not? Bethany, you don't bring a whole lot wherever we go. But it's a, it's a, it, but inside the suitcase yeah. is panic. <laughs> what did she pack? Panic? It's, it's panic. It's panic. I think it makes a difference. What, so we go on work trips, so we need a certain amount of outfits yeah. Yeah. for different events. But when I go like uh, overseas, I'm going to go to Italy this summer. I'm not taking any photos. I'm not meeting yeah. anybody I know. It's yeah. a totally different situation. All you yeah, need true. is a mini travel thing of the Febreze and wrinkle releaser. Yeah, yeah exactly. Much. New yeah. clothes. I know. Bethany, what did you learn this week? Um, I learned this week that if you you are socially awkward like I am. Um, the best way to get a workout at the gym is to develop a crush on a trainer. Mm. This is why. So you guys know I have a crush on David Diggs from Hamilton, and now he's on Blackish, and he's so handsome. So, th- oh. so there's a trainer at my gym who looks just like him, huh. minus the hair, right? Okay. okay. But the same that smile is really what's oh. get, what gets me, and he has this smile. And um, so. He's so profoundly attractive and really charismatic that I can't talk to him or be anywhere near him. So the great thing about him as a trainer is that he puts his people through like a pretty rigorous workout, which goes all the way around the gym Ooh. pretty quickly. So that keeps me going all the way around the gym pretty quickly, you but in the chased. opposite way. Right. <laughs> so it keeps me moving because if he's at 12 o'clock at the gym, I got to be at six. Wait, who's the cat and who's the mouse in this situation? Oh, I am fully. Oh, I think it's. I no, think it's I think a mouse and an, an animal that's unaware that the mouse exists. Imagine that oh. he's having the same conversation right now. <laughs> it's 
like, he's like sitting around about working out. He's sitting around having coffee or a protein shake right now with his guy friends. It's called an acquired pump session. <laughs> you guys, we made eye contact twice yesterday, and you didn't say anything. No, of course not. Sam. Baby steps, not. baby steps. But like um, the second time we made eye contact, I must have had a strange look on my face more than normal because he gave me this very confused look, and then I, of course you know, moved. Are you sure you weren't using like a machine completely upside down? It's, <laughs> it's possible. I'm on the treadmill on my back and I don't know why it's not working. Tap him on the shoulder. Um, sir, excuse me. Is, is this a, is this a squat? When I move my legs like this? Like when I go down, when I go down and then like this. Oh. Kathleen, I can't even talk. I Sorry. can't even be on the same hemisphere of the gym. Kid. <laughs> That's why you have to do something blatantly wrong. It's responsible of him to come over and help you. The solution is treadmill dancing. This is true. So Ask anyway, what his language is. I mean, what's your love language? Is it thrusts? <laughs> um, so yeah, so best workout ever, avoiding a trainer. Um, okay, thank you so much. We're so sorry that we've been talking a mile a minute, but we wanted to make sure you guys got an episode this week. We love you. We love You're amazing. you. Follow us on iTunes, subscribe, uh, comment. Guys, the comments on iTunes are amazing. I love reading them before I go to sleep at night. <laughs> Same. If I'm sad, I read the iTunes oh, comments. It's so all sweet. All of you commenters, $20. Yeah. Come we're find all, me. We're also on iHeartRadio, of course. Um, we want you to listen to us there. Um, Twitter. Acquired Podcast. Yeah. Instagram. Acquired, Acquired Taste, Taste Podcast. This is a pop quiz. Facebook. Acquired Taste Podcast. Yeah. We also have a website. AcquiredTastePodcast.com. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know. Teacher, teacher, did I get an A? <laughs> it was very good. That was very good. I'll give you the Bethany special later on. Mm. Uh, that's all, you guys. We love you. We gotta go! Go!